Wake up, my renegades! It's your host, Sarah Jane. Welcome back to Rogue Radio, and today is Persecution Press. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, links on how to reach me will be in the description below. Thank you very much for listening. Also, an update of what's going to happen to Rogue Radio in the next few weeks. There will be two more episodes of The Pedophiles um, going to be coming out. There will be um, a person willing to share their story and their testimony for renegade stories and um i just ask and i know that i don't have anybody who's ever made any trouble for any of my guests um but you know just in case we have to you know treat people with respect especially when they come in and and share what has happened in their lives and their real experiences so let's treat this person with respect Let's make them feel welcome. And that's pretty much it for uh, the updates for Rogue Radio. So let's just get into the news. Anchor is really starting to really upset me. Because every time I have to go to another window of my... Um phone in order to read you guys the news. Sometimes it just decides to delete everything. And so we're going to we're going to reread this article. So I was looking up a word that I couldn't pronounce, but not even Google knows how to pronounce it for some reason. So I'm I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to rely on my poor pronunciation skills. So I apologize in advance. Okay, let's read. This comes from Nigeria, so Christian farming villages continue to be destroyed in Nigeria. This comes from International Christian Concern, or the ICC, and anybody who wants to read any more information on Nigeria or any other countries that you are interested in, um, if you're interested in this topic about persecution, um, you can always go to persecution.org and click on the map and read the story read read the articles yourself I am just tongue-tied today more than 11,000 people were displaced from 16 different uh, villages last week in the Miango community of Nigeria's Plateau State militant Fulani herdsmen were reported to have conducted the attacks on the farming communities uh, this is the risk to farm as a Christian and I witness told the local ICC contact. Going to the farm is like committing suicide. Nigeria is the biggest killing ground of Christians today but few are aware of it. Uh, Christian farming villages are repeatedly attacked in Nigeria's Middle Belt region and tens of thousands have died over the last 20 years. In addition, Hundreds of thousands of Christians have lost everything and are living as refugees. More Christians will die of hunger in Nigeria 
if nothing is done to stop farm destruction by Fulani Muslims. Another local source told ICC, they want us out of our land. The government is silent and saying nothing or not saying the truth because the president is a Fulani Muslim. Farms are destroyed daily without reporting. Nobody is saying anything about it. Outside of Miango, outside of the Miango community in the village of Rikawechiko, Rikawechiku, I, I can't say that, I can't, I can't pronounce it, I'm really sorry. Um, suspected herdsmen came at night and destroyed over 16.5 million Nigerian Nayara worth of farms uh, just prior to harvesting. Multiple homes were also burned down. It was at Rikawechigu. Um, I'm, I am so down. <laughs> let me not, let me not brood over not pronouncing it right. Please tell me, let me know if I pronounced that right, because I couldn't even find the pronunciation on Google. So I tried, I'm really sorry, but it was at Rik Rikawechigu uh, earlier today, July 11th. To witness for myself the magnitude of the farm destruction in the village by herder assailants, uh, reported a local ICC contact. I tell you that my eyes saw what my eyes saw is devastating and a total act of inhumanity. More than 50 houses destroyed belonging to 35 families. That's insane. The same community has been completely destroyed four times within the span of six years. Oh my god. The Nigerian government is not willing to help us a Rikwechigu. I'm, I'm so bad at that. Um, the community leader um, told ICC, we are tired of receiving no compensation. Please pray for the Christian communities and Nigeria that are around Nigeria that are suffering from the devastation of militant groups intent on driving them from their ancestral lands whether Boko Haram um, it's Boko Haram sorry Islamic State or Fulani militants the harm caused by the religious violence in Nigeria is massive and victims of these groups need your prayers. Now, before I read this article, I know that there are listeners from Iran, and please note and please understand that I differentiate between Muslim extremists and real Muslims. I don't believe that all Muslims are bad or that they all want to kill us. I don't believe that. There are uh, Muslim extremists out there and they do make true Muslims look bad. Um, I just want to make that a... Um, I'm, I wanted to make that very clear because the article that I'm about to read is about Iran and I want my listeners in Iran to be informed, but also not be offended about what I'm about to read. 
and think that that is about them. Um, we're talking about extremists, not religious uh, Muslims. So, let's read. New Iranian bill could allow death penalty for Christian activity. International Christian Concern reports a draft bill was passed in Iran's parliament on June 8th that encourages the death penalty for those uh, found guilty of spying or cooperating with enemy states. The United States, in particular, Iran's Christians and religious minorities are regularly accused of participating with enemy groups, typically those churches and cooperating um, or typically house churches and cooperating with foreign entities should uh, the bill become a law many Christians will likely face the death penalty for their faith the bill was created to address ambiguities um, to Iran's penal code uh, already arguably one of the harshest in the world the bill will allow for greater involvement from Iran's intelligence ministry, um, often the source of allegations against Christians' illegal activity. A committee is suggested to be established that would include senior officials from intelligence units, the Involuntary Guard Corps, and the Army also included in the bill are provisions to support those on the sanctions list of hostile governments, especially the United States. They will benefit from the maximum limit of protection provided and the necessary judicial and legal measures will be taken to protect them, as well as the uh, criminalization of sending media of crime scenes to enemy groups. The last provision criminalizes criminalizes action uh, taken to hold Iran accountable at the international level for its violent persecution of protesters and religious minorities. Iran already increased the criminalization of uh, Christian activity uh, with updates to the penal code this year. Christian, Christians such as Nassar Navard Gol Tapeh um, Ibrahim Firozzi and Bita Raze, um, and many more could all have been sentenced to death for their accused crimes under the new bill. Um, I do have something to say about that. Um, all governments from different countries differ, like, no government is going to be the same, but I just don't believe that any human being should be put to death for what they believe in. Um, that's just, that's what I believe, I, that's my value. If someone believes in God and they live in Iran, I feel like they should be proud of that. Just as much as someone who's Muslim is proud of being a Muslim and they want to believe in that. They should have the freedom to do that as well. I don't feel like putting Christians to death is going to solve any problem. Alright, this next one is from China. Chinese pastors ordered to preach on uh, 
Xi Jinping's uh, speech. ICC Christian Concern. Uh, Chinese Communist Party, the CCP officials have ordered pastors belonging to the state-controlled body of the Protestant Church uh, to study and preach President Xi Jinping's uh, recent speech. Uh, Xi Jinping delivered um, the ad the address on July 1st the 100th anniversary of the CCP. Officials issued the orders during the National Conference of the Three Self-Patriotic Movement and the state-controlled body of the Protestant Church in mainland China. And the China Christian Council, the CCC, oversees education in the self, the three self-churches. Plus Ultra! Uh, the conference, which take which took place on July eighth, was entitled "Learning and Implementing the Spirit of the General Se Secret Secretary." Oh my gosh, sorry. Learning and Implementing the Spirit of General Secretary Xi Jinping's speech of July first. In the July first address delivered by the by Xi Jinping, the uh, he discussed the importance of the CCP in shaping modern China and emphasized that China would be crushed without the strength and provided strength provided by socialism and the CCP. Okay, according to according to UCA News, the state-appointed heads of the two groups attending the conference stated that pastors are now expected to make President Xi. Uh, his speech, their central topic of study, preaching and Bible studies. Uh, pastors were given a model sermon based on a, on the nine points in the speech glorifying China, the CCP and President Xi. Uh, officials warned that a failure to comply with these orders would be considered a violation of sincization. Um, and would likely result in the church being shut down. Sincization uh, uh, is enforced by the CCP and aims to impose strict rules on the societies and institutions based on the core values of socialism, autonomy, and supporting the leadership of the Chinese Communist Party. Um, I am going to look up his speech, and I will read it, and I will also start finding definitions for the words that I don't really know. So let's, I'll be back. Cue that lovable ad! Okay, it looks like I found the speech, so let's see. 
Chinese President Xi Jinping on Thursday gave speech at Beijing's、uh, Tian Tiananmen、uh, Square to mark the 100th anniversary of the founding of the Chinese Communist Party.、Uh, below is an official English language translation of the full speech provided by the CCP、um, via Xinhua News. Um, agency comrades. Okay, here it is. Comrades and friends, today, the first of July, is a great and solemn day in the history of both the Communist Party of China, the CPC, and the Chinese nation. We gather here to join all party members and Chinese people of all ethnic groups around the country in celebrating the, cen- the centenary of the party.、Um, Looking back on the glorious journey the party has traveled over a hundred years of struggle, and looking ahead to the bright prospects for the rejuvenation of the Chinese nation. To begin, let me extend warm congratulations to all party members on behalf of the, C- the CPC Central Committee. On this special occasion, it is my honor to declare and On behalf of the party and the people that, through the continued efforts of the whole party and the entire nation, we have realized the first、uh, centenary goal of building a moderately prosperous society in all respects. This means that we have brought about a historic、uh, resolution to the problem of absolute poverty in China. And we are now marching in confident strides towards the second centenary goal of building China into a great modern socialist country in all respects. This is a great and glorious accomplishment for the Chinese nation, for the Chinese people, and for the Communist Party of China. Com- comrades and friends, the Chinese nation is a great nation with a history of more than 5,000 years. China has made in- indelible contributions to the progress of human civilization. After the Opium War of 1840, however, China was gradually reduced to a semi colonial and semi feudal、uh, society and suffered greater ravages than ever before. The country endured these hum-、uh, intense humiliation. The people were subjected to great pain, and this, these, the Chinese civilization was plunged into darkness.、Uh, since that time, national rejuvenation. Uh, has been the greatest dream of the Chinese people and the Chinese nation. To save the nation from peril, the Chinese people put up a courageous fight. A noble minded, as noble minded patriots sought to pull the nation together, the Taiping Heavenly Kingdom Movement, the Reform Movement of 1898, the Yehitiyuan、uh, Movement, The revolution of 1911 rose 
one after the other, and a variety of plans devised to ensure national survival, but all of these ended in failure. Um, China was in urgent need of new ideas to lead the movement to save the nation and new organization to rally uh, revolutionary forces. Uh, with the salvos of Russia, October uh, Revolution in 1917, Marxism, Leninism uh, was brought to China. And in 1921, uh, as the Chinese people and the Chinese nation were undergoing a great awakening, and Marxism and Leninism um, was becoming closely integrated with the Chinese workers' movement, the Communist Party of China was born. Well, there he goes. He just basically said that Marxism birthed the CCP. That's not good. The founding of the Communist Party in China was um, an epoch-making uh, event, which profoundly, profoundly, I'm sorry, uh, changed the course of Chinese history in modern times, transformed the future of these Chinese people and nation, and altered the landscape of world development. Since the very day of its founding, the party has made seeking happiness for these Chinese people and rejuvenation for the Chinese nation its aspiration and mission. But it's okay to suppress the Christian people who express their faith in God. And you also want to rewrite the Bible in your own communist way. Um, okay. All the struggle, sacrifice, and creation through which the party has united and led the Chinese people over the past hundred years has been tied together by the ultimate theme bringing about the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation. To realize national rejuvenation, the party united and uh, led the Chinese people in fighting bloody battles with unyielding determination, achieving great success, and in the new democratic revolution. Though the Northern Expedition, the uh, Ag Agrarian Revolutionary War, the War of Resistance Against Japanese Aggression, and the War of Liberation, we fought armed counter-revolution and with armed revolution. Uh, toppling three mountains of imperialism, feudalism, and bureaucrat capitalism, and establishing the People's Republic of China, which made the people masters of the country. We thus secured our nation's independence and liberated our people. The victory of the new democratic revolution uh, put an end to um, China's history as a semi-colonial, semi-feudal um, society to the state of total disunity that existed in old China and all the unequal treaties imposed on our country by foreigners or foreign powers and all the privileges and imperialist powers enjoyed in China. It created the fundamental social conditions for realizing national rejuvenation. He likes that word. Um, 
Through tenacious struggle, the party and the Chinese people showed the word, the world, that the Chinese people stood up, and that the time in which Chinese nation、uh, could be bullied and abused by others was gone forever. Okay. To realize national rejuvenation, the party united and led. These Chinese people in、uh, endeavoring to build a stronger China with a spirit of self-reliance, achieving great success in socialist revolution and construction. So, self-reliance—that kind of stands out to me because、um, if they're trying to establish self-reliance, that's probably the reason why they don't, you know, care for. Christians like the CCP and the Chinese government, because they're not actually relying on the communism or the socialist government. They're relying on God in order to help them. And I feel like because the pastors are being suppressed and being made to preach this speech, it's their way of controlling. What they might see as a rogue person in China, they want everybody to be like-minded and of one accord in their own way.、Um, that's actually when I say like-minded and of one accord, that's in Philippians, and it means that、um, Christians should all, you know, learn how to love God, and it doesn't mean that. They all have to think the same way. Everybody worships God in different ways. It just means that all Christians know that God is their God. They know that Jesus is their God, and that nothing and no one else is going to be in their way in seeking that truth. So、um, when I see that. China is a, is kind of like trying to establish self reliance. They want to be able to lean on their own understanding and not God's, and that's just that's how I take that. That's how I that's what I get out of that. So let's see. By carrying out socialist revolution, we、um, eliminated the exploitive and repressive feudal system that had. Uh, persisted in China for thousands of years and established socialism as our basic system. In the process of socialist construction, we overcome subversion, sabotage, and armed prov- provocation by imperialist and、uh, hegemonic、uh, powers, and brought about the most extensive and profound social changes in the history of the Chinese nation. Yes, you put security cameras on every corner of your nation. The great transformation of China from poor and backward country in the, in the east, with a large population, into the, a socialist country, laid down the fundamental political conditions. And the institutional foundations necessary、uh, for realizing national rejuvenation. Though tenacious struggle, the party and the Chinese people showed the world that 
the Chinese people were capable of not only dismantling the old world, but also building a new one that only socialism could save China, and that only socialism with Chinese characteristics could develop China. To realize national rejuvenation, the party uh, united and led the Chinese people in freeing the mind of a forging and forging ahead, achieving great success in reform, opening up and socialist modernization. Okay, uh, we established the party's basic line for the primary stage of socialism. Uh, resolutely advanced reform and opening up overcame risks and challenges from every direction and founded, upheld, and safeguarded and developed socialism with Chinese characteristics, thus bringing about a, um, a major turn for or with far-reaching significance in the history of the party since the founding of the People's Republic of China. Um, this enabled China to transform itself um, from a highly centralized planned economy to a socialist market um, economy brimming with vitality and from a country that is largely isolated to one of one that is open to the outside world across the board across the board um, it also enabled China to achieve the historic leap from country with from a country with um, relatively backward productive forces to the world's second largest economy and to make the historic transformation of raising the living standards of its people from bare sustenance to an overall level of moderate prosperity and then ultimately to moderate prosperity in all respects. Why do you want to... You want to... Is that moderate or moderate? Just middle class? Or are you literally moderating the prosperity of your people? Which I feel is not okay. Because if you're successful, if there's people successful in China making more than other people, let them do that. Because, you know, success. <laughs> um, these achievements fueled to push towards national rejuvenation. I think he's used that like 12 times by providing institutional guarantees um, imbued with new energy as well as the material conditions for rapid development through tenacious struggle the party of the Chinese people showed the world that by pursuing reform and opening up the crucial move and making China what it is today China had caught up with the times in great strides <sighs> to realize national rejuvenation, the party has united and led these, the Chinese people in pursuing a great struggle, a great project, a great cause, and a great dream through the spirit of self-confidence, self-reliance, and innovation, achieving great success for socialism with Chinese characteristics in a new era. I feel like I reread that, but... Feel like he just uses the same things, like the same sentences and especially the same words in his speech. But 
Following the party's 18th National Congress Socialism with uh, Chinese characteristics entered a new era. In this new era, we have upheld and strengthened the party's overall leadership, ensured coordinated implementation, and the five-sphere integrated plan, and the four-pronged comprehensive strategy upheld and improved a or the system of socialism with Chinese characteristics, modernized Chinese China's system and capacity for governance. <laughs> Uh, remained committed to exercising rule-based governments over the party and developed a sound system of intra-party regulations. We have overcome a long list of major risks and challenges, fulfilled the first uh, centenary goal, and set out strategic steps for achieving the second centenary goal. All the historic achievements and changes in the cause of the party and the country have provided the cause of national rejuvenation with more robust in institutions, stronger material foundations, and source of in inspiration for taking on greater initiative. Yeah, more robust institutions. Uh, are you talking about the jails for the Christian pastors that won't read your speech in their churches? Uh, though tenacious through tenacious struggle, am I rereading? Is this just how long does this go on? I'm sorry, I feel like I've just reread everything over and over and over again. And maybe he's just repeating himself. I don't know, but. Basically, he's just trying to, um, I, this is a very long speech, and I would love to read it all. Let me see if I can still read it all. It's just, I feel like I haven't really made a dent. So, let's just skip down a little bit. I'm not gonna read all of it, it's just, it's just so much, and I feel like he has repeated himself over and over and over again. But realizing our great dream will require hard work and persistence, today we are closer, more confident, and more capable than ever before, making the goal of national rejuvenation a reality. But we must be prepared to work harder than ever to do, or ever to get there. Um, on the journey ahead, we must demonstrate stronger vigilance <laughs> and always be prepared for potential danger. Even in times of calm, we must adopt holistic approach to national security and balances development and security imperatives and implement the national rejuvenation strategy within a wider context of the once-in-a-century changes taking place in the world. We need to acquire a full understanding of new features and requirements arising from the change to the principal contradiction in these in, in Chinese society and the new issues and challenges stemming from complicated international environment. We must be both brave and adept in carrying out our struggle, forging new paths and building new bridges. Uh, wherever necessary to take us past all risks and challenges. 
We must strengthen the great unity of these Chinese people in the course of our struggles over the past century. Okay, we're gonna skip down a little bit more. Comrades and friends, the future belongs to the young people and our hopes also rest with them. And that's why you're rewriting Bibles for children to read in their schools. Um, a century ago, a group of young progressives held aloft the torch of Marxism and searched uh, assiduously in those dark years for ways to rejuvenate the Chinese nation. Since then, under the banner of the Communist Party of China, um, uh, generation of generation after generation of young Chinese have devoted their youth to cause to the cause of the party and the people and reminded in the vanguard of the drive to rejuvenate the nation. In the new era, our young people should make it clear their mission to contribute uh, to national rejuvenation and aspire to become uh, more proud, confident, and assured in their identity as these people uh, so that, or as Chinese people, so that they can live up to the promise of their youth and the expectations of our times our party and our people. Comrades and friends, a century ago, the time of its founding, the Communist Party of China had just over 50 members today, with more than 95 million members in a country of more than 1.4 billion people. It is the largest governing party in the world and enjoys tremendous international influence. A century ago, China was in decline and withering away in the eyes of the world. Today, the image it presents to the world is one of a thriving nation and is advancing with unstoppable momentum towards rejuvenation. Today, a hundred years on from its founding, the Communist Party of China is still in its prime and remains as determined as ever to achieve lasting greatness for the Chinese nation looking back on the path we have traveled and forward to the journey that lies ahead. It is certain that with the firm leadership of the party and the great uh, unity of the Chinese people of all ethnic groups, we will achieve the goal of building a great modern socialist country in all respects and fulfill these Chinese, the Chinese dream of national rejuvenation. Live long, or no, long live our great glorious and correct party. Long live our glorious and heroic people. Okay. I did not read all of it. It already took 23 minutes to get through what I already got through. So, um, if you want to read the whole thing all the way through, I'm sure you can Google it. That's what I did. Just do, um, Xi Jinping's speech on July 1st. Um, so yes. Um, I never really did agree with socialism. Um, 
I understand that the U.S. and Biden and Kamala and Nancy Pelosi and the Clintons really want socialism to be um, in America. They're really trying to um, push that agenda. And that means that um, a lot of Christians, a lot of their businesses here are being shut down. Um, There are Bibles being taken away, not taken away, but... Uh, California isn't very keen on having Bibles anymore. Um, in my hometown, there's absolutely no Christian bookstore at all. We don't have a Christian bookstore anymore. That was like a nostalgic thing for me when I was a kid. Um, to go into the Christian bookstore and get like a Switchfoot CD or, you know, something that... I could listen to or read that was uplifting and you can't even get that you're if you really want to read something that's uplifting you have to find it on Amazon or maybe a Barnes and Noble you know I just feel like Christian bookstores should be allowed in Toledo I don't understand why that isn't a thing anymore um, I believe that everybody should believe in whatever they want to believe Trust me, I believe in the freedom of their own belief. You can believe in the spaghetti monster for all I care, as long as you have the freedom to do it and not be suppressed. And especially when it comes to, um, you know, Christianity, I don't understand. I do understand. When I say I don't understand, I just feel indifferent to the actions being taken towards Christians now. I just... When I say I don't understand, I'm indifferent to that because I see the uh, positivity. I see the good and positive changes and the good things when it comes to Christianity and when it comes to believing in God and when it comes to preaching the word of God. There are missionaries out there being killed, brutally killed, jailed, and tortured every day because of them saying the name of Jesus. Why is it such an offending thing to say the name of Jesus? I mean, I expect this to happen. I expect persecution to happen because if it happened to the 12 disciples back in the day and even Jesus himself who died on the cross, it's going to happen until he comes back. And me pointing out the... um conditions in China right now. I don't hate anybody who is Chinese. I don't hate anybody who, who, um, I know I have listeners in China. God bless you. I love you. And if you're not Christian, I do. I hope you find Jesus. Just trust me when I say I'm not trying to badmouth anybody, but this is a condition. This is something that I feel led to talk about. Um, So, when it comes to the CCP, I don't agree with the CCP. And I also don't agree with the socialist agenda in America that is being pushed by Biden and Kamala. It shouldn't be happening. But it is because it's... I believe it's the end times. I believe that, you know, because of all of this... All of these terrible things that are happening in America and especially in China... That this is the sign of the times, the sign of the times of Jesus coming back. But that's all I have for China.
All right, next up is India. I love you, India. Thank you for listening. Um, Christian family assaulted and falsely accused of forced conversions in northern India. This was updated yesterday from ICC. Um, according to the Morning Star News, a Christian family in India's Uttar Pradesh state was assaulted and falsely uh, charged with forced religious conversions by a group of radical Hindu nationalists on, in May. On May 24th, four hardline Hindu uh, attacked Hindus attacked uh, um, Anamika Gautam, age 23, while she was studying on the front porch of her house in Man- Mansura village. The four men beat Anamika to death with bamboo clubs and vowed to publicly humiliate her. They told me that I belong to a family which carries our forced conversions and that they do not have any respect for such people, Anamika uh, told Morningstar News. They spewed venomous curses as they continued to beat me and attempt to touch me inappropriately. When Anamika's father, uh, she, uh, I'm going to try to pronounce his name, uh, Shri Ram and younger brother heard her screams. They ran out of the house and confronted the hardline Hindus. According to the Morning Star News, the four assailants had some of their relatives then attacked Shri Ram and Anamika's younger brother as well. They were adamant that they must be that we must be butchered to death for converting people in the locally or in the locality to Christianity, Anamika told Morning Star News. We told them that nobody accepts Christian faith because of us, um, that it is the Lord who calls people to him. The Lord, I think that's that might be a typo, or it might be actually what she said. Uh, It is not our human effort, but they would not understand a word. The next day, Anamika and her father went to uh, Akbarpur uh, police station to report the assault. However, relatives of the assailants, including a woman who had attended worship with Anamika's family, had already filed false complaint against the Christians and Sri Ram was arrested. In the complaint filed against us, my family and church members are accused of forced conversions by threats and inducement. Anamika told Morningstar News, It was shocking to see that a person who was joining us in prayers until the day of the attack came under pressure from her husband and son and falsely testified against us. Sri Ram was released one after one day in custody and police eventually accepted their complaint. Um, however, Morningstar News reports that police have taken no action on behalf of the Christians and the Hindu radicals continue to intimidate and harass Anamika and her family. Uh, we pass by on the road. They either threaten us or abuse us in extremely filthy uh, language, Anamika said. I know that 
fully I know and fully believe that even if the world is against us the Lord is on our side and he is a faithful God and he is always there for us oh amen on Amika I hope you and your family find peace Now the next one, I accidentally, I meant to put in the Philippines, but it came out Vietnam. Um, I don't think there's anything in the Philippines right now to report, but there is a lot in Vietnam, and I feel, I feel led to talk about it, so here we go. Monte, Montenard Christians ask to denounce their faith. Vietnam International Christian Concern and this was oh this was January 24th I don't know why it's um I guess it's old news but we haven't covered it here on Persecution Press so we're gonna we're still gonna talk about it so an ethnic Montenard um in the Central Highlands of Vietnam along with four other Christians were recently brought to the police to denounce their faith in front of their villagers. Uh, Roda told Radio Free Asia's Vietn Vietnamese service that on July 5th, or sorry, January 15th, the police of Ia Lam village and Songhin district, district Phu Yen Providence brought him and four others before gathering at Pung Tribal Village for a denouncement session. About 20 people from the local authorities uh, forced the villagers to come and witness the denunciation session against six people. Though uh, one was absent, the five men present present were uh, Messrs. Ney, uh, Yiblang, uh, Ney, Yiloi, Sor, Yiblang, Huang, Yedunk, and Roda are part of the Montanard Evangelical Church of Christ. Forgive me if I mispronounced any of your names, I'm really sorry. After uh, the session, the men were allowed to go home, but they were still threatened. Uh, uh, <laughs> Craig Baya, or Bia, a church staff, uh, told RFA, um, these five men won't leave the church even if they have to die. They won't leave the church. Authorities told them if you don't leave the church, in case there will be protests, we will send you to jail. You may face heavy sentences, you may be killed. Uh, Mr. Roda also said, the authorities said the state doesn't accept this church. We are not allowed to congregate, uh, to organize activities, to sing. They banned all this. In my heart, I was fearful, but I have faith in Christ in spite of torture or beating. Uh, we still want freedom. The authorities accuse their church for not being sanctioned by the state and that it opposes the state and wants to overthrow the regime. 
which the Christians denied. Pastor uh, Adao from the same church, a religious freedom advocate, was released to exile um, in the U.S. September 2020 after serving nearly four years in prison. Wow. Um, I'm glad I read that. Um, I think I'm going to start reading more stories about Vietnam just because there is a lot. That is only one story from Vietnam. So, um, I may actually read another one. So, okay, this one looks like the most recent, so I'm going to uh, read that one. 33 Christians serve as prisoners of conscience in um, Vietnam. So, ICC reports, according to a recently released report on human rights in Vietnam published by the California-based uh, rights group Vietnam Human Rights uh, Network, VHRN, Vietnam holds at least 288 prisoners of conscience in the country's prisons and jails. Uh, 79 of these prisoners were arrested since the beginning of this year. 33 of these prisoners are Protestant Christians. Uh, others imprisoned include political activists, independent journalists, and uh, rights petitioners. According to the VHRN, Vietnam continues to violate fundamental human rights from, disc uh, from discrimination, arbitrary arrest and uh, detention, and violation of trial fairness to restrict freedom of religion, freedom of opinion and expression, freedom of association, etc. According to the report published by VHRN 2020, 2020-2021, the communist government of Vietnam increased uh, its hounding and harassment of the Evangelical Church of Christ of Vietnam, the ECCV, even though the ECCV is a worldwide religious organization, it has not yet been accepted by the Vietnamese communist government. Practicing Christians in Vietnam regularly face discrimination, harassment, and imprisonment. On March 19, 2020, police in Gaia Lai, Providence, um, arrested three unregistered Ha Mon Christian group leaders, seizing uh, allegedly anti-state and propaganda materials. According to the authorities, all three lived in the jungle and contacted their Hamon um, followers, or Christians, for eight years. After being criticized in front of the local population, a, uh, all three people were spared from crit criminal prosecution um, in the 2020 annual activity report, Gaia Lai Providential, Providential Police uh, said that they had abolished the Ha Mon religion entirely and stopped the revival of Digar protestant, Protestantism sorry, um, of the Central Highlands ethnic minority, minority groups. Um, throughout 2020, the Vietnamese uh, government frequently restored 
or resorted to the 2003 land law, which gives them the right to take away church properties to exert more control over Vietnamese Christians. These, uh, this past year, uh, the government seized the land and educational facilities of the uh, uh, the Nige and my lock provident parishes sorry um, the government also demolished Thien An school which was the property of Toi Hoa Protestant Church Next one up is Kenya, and I do have listeners in Kenya, and if you have any family members or friends that have been affected by this next article, like this next um, incident that has happened, um, my condolences and my love and my thoughts are out to you and my prayers. Um, it's not okay, but we're gonna read... Three killed in Kenya during ambush of two buses. Fear of Al-Shabaab attacks escalates in northern Kenya. The ICC reports, uh, and they have learned, that two passenger buses driving along the Moderna, uh, Mandera Nairobi route in Kenya were ambushed on June 7th. I feel like I've read this before. Did I read this before? I don't know. I might have but we're going to read it anyway. Um, in Nairobi route in Kenya, were ambushed on June 7th by Somali-based Al-Shabaab militants. Uh, the ambush took place along Ola and Sarman villages in northern Moderna. Or, I'm sorry, I don't know why I want to say Moderna. I think it's because Moderna is like the name of like the second vaccine that everybody's supposed to take. And I've just got that stuck in my head. Like, I've heard the Moderna vaccine all, all, ever since it started happening, like, all over the news and everything. I'm so sorry. Mandera leaving three dead and several others injured. Um, among the three were two security officers of the escort team uh, guarding the convoy who were shot dead as they approached the rest to rescue the passengers. Confirming the incident, the religions, or the, uh, the region's police commander, Rono Bunay, um, said the incident happened in the morning hours uh, when suspended Al-Shabaab fighters laid a trap to two civilian buses and one police escort vehicle along the Moyal Mandera Road with within Ben Benisa municipality where an exchange of fire took place leading to three fatalities and several people wounded. The area has no mobile telephone network and the attackers may have taken advantage of this. These attacks often take place in remote areas where it will take the police a long time to respond. It also 
means that there is a high likelihood that no one will be able to call for help. According to a pastor based in Mandara, it is suspected that the attackers were looking for non-local Christian travelers who uh, resolved to use the long Nairobi Moyal Mandara route to avoid the highly insecure Nairobi Wajir Mandara route. Um, while speaking to or with ICC, he indicated there have been fears for believers in northeastern Kenya for the time war broke out on the border of Israel. We even hear the locals chant in public about the evil of Israel, America, and the church. No one feels safe in the towns or uh, while traveling. We were advised to stop groupings in our living places and our gathering in church without security officers. Nathan Johnson, ICC's regional manager uh, for Africa, said, The region of northeastern Kenya has been a hotbed for terrorism for several years now as the, the radical Islamic fighters target non-local Christians and civil servants. Uh, they wish to establish a stronghold in this part of the country to punish Kenya for its involvement on Somalia's struggle for democracy. This recent attack comes just two months after five passengers are killed and dozens were severely injured when a bus they were traveling in ran over a roadside imp improvised over a roadside improvised bomb in Lafay Mandara Road near the Kenya Somali border um, in Mandara County. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the trenches next time. Love you, bye!